Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. Welcome to Busy House Happy Home. I have got Caroline Smith on the podcast today. I've known Caroline via Instagram for quite a few years now and she is what I envisage a busy house and a happy home to be. Caroline has got lots going on and three children. So Caroline, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you very much for having me on here. It's really nice. I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while, so it's really nice to actually be asked to come on it. Thank you. Oh, it's so good to have you. Caroline, will you tell everybody a little bit about you and where you are and what you get up to? Yeah, so I, um, I'm i originally from down south, but I actually live in Yorkshire now. So I've moved pretty much, it feels like, all around the country with my husband's job. My husband is a doctor, so he's been training for many, many years. And I used to be a teacher, so I taught for 10 years and I taught art and textiles and photography. And then when we had our children, I slowly gave up that and started to do bits and pieces for myself work-wise and then look after the children while my husband did his chaotic busy job and then about eight years ago we ended up in Yorkshire so we've been here now I think coming up to nine years it feels quite strange that uh, and I always say oh I'm going home and everyone says but you are home and I'm like no I don't feel like it is home yet and I don't know if it ever will be but um, it is lovely. So I should be very grateful for where I am right now. Yes, yeah. it's a beautiful part of the world. But I understand that because I'm not home, although this is home. No. That but I grew where up are north, you from? Well, yeah. North Buckinghamshire. So not that okay. far from your from South Buckinghamshire. Yeah, so I'm from a place called Marlow, which is kind of like Henley, Reading, Slough, Windsor, that kind of area. And I grew up there, but I went to university in Edinburgh. I taught down in Somerset. Um, I've lived various countries all around the world. And so I've been everywhere. So I'm quite happy to move, um, but it's quite hard, obviously, as you know, when you have little children being away from any sort of parent help at all. So I really struggled in the early days trying to work, but also have children and get everything done I just I really really struggled with that and I think especially because my husband's job was so busy and hard work and he was often living in hospitals far away from us and then I would just live on my own with the kids I really struggled with that so it's taken me I think until about now to feel okay <laughs> and I'm not sure if I fully feel okay but it's been really hard I don't know whether you found it hard when they were little yeah I I really hard Simon travels a lot for his business and when they were tiny he traveled a ridiculous amount and we don't have any family that could come and help no call, call upon so we ended up we had au pairs um until I found out I was pregnant with the third one and we just got planning permission to completely rebuild this house and move out for a year and then we actually got an English nanny because Simon had three big overseas trips. Um, I think he had China, he had Alaska, and he had an American trip that year. 
And so we actually got a full-time English nanny. Amazing. Um, wow. For a, few, for a few years, which was amazing because I had three children under two and a half and I just could not do it without an extra pair of hands. Yeah. No, but, I found that. We are, so I, I now have an au pair at the moment, um, but I didn't have them when they were young and I wish I'd just done that. And I don't know why. We always thought we didn't have the space. We didn't really want someone living with us, all those sort of things. And actually, I wish I'd just done it because I think it would have made me a much nicer person, a much nicer mummy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I now we've had three au pairs, all very different, all lovely. Um, the first one was a German girl. She was fantastic. And she came over here. She didn't, couldn't speak much English, but she was great. She stayed for a year. And that was in lockdown. And it was really tough. And then we had an Italian girl who is amazing. She again couldn't speak very much English. And now she is at university in England doing primary school teaching, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, it's really good. And at the moment we actually have an English girl, which is again, amazing and completely different having somebody that's English. Um, but because of Brexit, you can't get au pairs anymore. Yeah really hard uh, it's really, really hard, hard. Yeah. and yeah. so um I don't know what we do when she goes how do you find it with somebody uh, how do you find it with APERS living with you do you find it okay um, to be honest yes I find it okay but that is mainly because it's just me at home my husband he's still you know it's less working away in different hospitals but it's long hours it's lots of weekends yeah. it's on calls and so I'm kind of on my own so it's actually quite nice to have company and as you yeah. know, working for yourself, you're at home pretty much on your own. It's quite nice to have somebody there. So yes, yeah, definitely. I I I don't mind it at all. I think there are lots of pros and lots of cons. Um, the fact that we have a babysitter whenever we need one is amazing. Is and amazing. the help we have, like on the weekends, you know, often we'll have football, swimming, um, three million parties, and then we're out that night. You know, it's it's the juggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of not having the help. So for me, it's been the most amazing thing. Um, I just don't know how we go about getting another one with now with Brexit. It's so difficult. So yeah, yeah. but I definitely Hopefully do. If, you, if you're at that stage where I was, yeah. Hopefully yeah. yeah. within time, but it might not be quick enough for, for no, you. No, exactly. Well, no, yeah, for repairs to to come back yeah well it's so there's such a great need for it there's some great um facebook groups if anyone is interested on on au pairs where you can go on and people are advertised posts or people are looking for posts but i found it a real like lifeline and a change for me not having my mum and dad around the corner like all my other friends or even my mother-in-law or anybody I found it really tough and it was really hard so to be able to have that support from somebody else has just been amazing so if anyone is thinking about getting one then I would say do message me I think I've written like blog posts about it and all sorts because I'm a massive fan yeah. and I feel like it yes. makes me a nicer person and I can then do what I want to do which is get on with my work yeah no I totally understand that we didn't have the best experience with our last au pair and so I then decided actually it was time to not yes and the children I mean, were he's... that bit older we just she was just she was just quite extraordinary um and I didn't <laughs> think I could do it, <laughs> it, it I mean you do hear horror stories uh, I think we have been very lucky and it is yeah. very hard trying to find the right person that will fit your family it is tough 
Um, yeah. So I'm not sure it's all plain selling for everybody. Um, but I think we've just been very lucky with finding. Yeah, we were we were really lucky. I'm still in pretty close touch with three previous au pairs. Oh, lovely. Um, and we, ch- you know, they're actually now all mummies, and it's really lovely. And they know that they can, you know, come and visit any time, and vice versa. If we were in their country, we could we could go and see them, which is really lovely. I think just with the last one, she was just a little unique, <laughs> <laughs> not the right fit. No, not the right fit. No. Um. I'm thrilled to announce that Alice Straker is going to be season four of my podcast sponsor. AliceStraker.com is just gorgeous. Go and take a look at her website. Alice is a really talented artist and she has put her art onto a range of linens, pottery, prints, tableware and wallpaper. And I just think it's really, really gorgeous. I have a couple of mugs, which I use all the time. Her tea towels use the most beautiful, beautiful quality linen. I can highly, highly recommend them. If you use the code at checkout, ask Charlie10, you get 10% off her entire collection. So I really hope you love it as much as I do. So Caroline, tell us about what you get up to because you have got all sorts of things going on. Yeah, so I'm um, obviously a mum of three, a busy mum like you, um, trying to juggle and trying to obviously make my own um, life. My husband's got his career and he's very much on his career path. So I was very much like, I want to do something for me. So as I said before, I used to be a teacher. I'm very creative, very arty. Um, I'm very dyslexic. I can't write or read very well. So I've always wanted to do something quite creative. And so I, when I finished teaching, I started designing fabric. So I draw out designs onto linen fabric and I've got a factory in the UK where I print and I mainly sell to interior designers, um, but I can give you all the links to put below on the show notes if you want. And so people can go and have a look. Um, so mainly sell to interior designers by the meter, but anybody can go on and have a look. And then through doing that, I found it quite lonely. You know, I was going to school, doing the school run, coming home, trying to be creative, trying to be artistic. And and I actually found it a really lonely experience. And I would sort of wait for my husband to come home to say, what did you do today? Because my, you know, I've been really quite lonely and through doing this, I found that there were lots of other people that worked from home and there were loads. And I would then sort of say to one of them, oh, can you help me? I want to design a new logo. And I've just seen that you've done one, but I don't know how to do it. So this, so whatever friend it was at the time, I'd say, yes, I'll show you how to do it. So I'd meet up with her and then another friend would have a website. And I think, oh, I don't know how to make a website because obviously I wasn't taught any of this at school. I don't know how to run a business, but I know how to be creative I know how to take a photograph I know how to draw but I don't know how to sell my work um so I found it a really interesting process connecting with all these different people and so one day I just thought right do you know what there's so many of us now we've got a big group let's all get together and meet up um so I invited everybody I knew I had Handle makers, florists, um, a lady who wrote for the local magazine. I had some bloggers, 
I had, what else did I have? The most random interior designer, the most random collection of people that all work from home and all have one thing in common. It's actually really lonely and it's quite nice to get together with other creative people to learn from. So anyway, yeah. we uh, all met up. I think there's about 30 of us nearly in the end. And no one wanted to leave. We were all chatting and chatting and talking and networking. And and then it came to the end and everyone sort of said, well, when's the next one? And I was like, oh, so I've got to do this again. Um, and so I then roped in a friend, Lou, who's fantastic. And she obviously was very uh, heavy on the written side because I was so dyslexic, can't organise things or put together events without help. So she was great. So we set up these big events all over Yorkshire, basically. So in big stately homes. And we would go in the week and provide a speaker and the speaker would come and talk about something inspiring and then everyone would network. And it was just a really great inspirational event. This was all before lockdown, obviously. We did loads of them. And it was actually so much fun doing it. It was hard work. But we all really enjoyed it. We loved it. And then obviously yeah, it lockdown. It really good fun. I wish. Yeah. I wish I'd been nearer. Uh, yeah. Well, because everybody sort of says, and I think a lot of things happen in London, but nothing really that much outside, nothing really in Yorkshire. And it was amazing that there were all these creative people up here, but we're all sort of sitting at home on our own. So it was the most fantastic experience. We, I met so many interesting people and I learned so much from it. And I think for me, that was the big thing. I wanted to learn from these people, you know, what they had tried and what didn't work and where they got their ideas from or what, what, who they'd used to make their website or whatever it was, I found it fascinating by meeting them um so anyway then lockdown hit and we kind of stopped doing that we tried to do some stuff online and we did bits of that and then since then I've Lou's gone back to her original job before she had three children she's gone back to that another lady that I do it with me has just had a baby so it's all been sort of put on hold and I get daily messages saying can you do another event you know from all these people so I feel like we have to do something very soon so yeah. we're in the process of organising things in the background. But in the meantime, I'm sort of doing other things as well. I, um, I've got so many different Instagram accounts and one of my main accounts is kind of taking off more. And I'm doing lots of photos for brands and brand work, which I really enjoy. Brilliant. And so I've been doing more on that side of it and doing lots of different photo shoots and videos and that sort of thing so that's what I've been producing now and through that I'm now getting more work um, through the beauty industry and through styling and so I'm organizing lots of different events around Yorkshire to do with fashion or beauty um, and one thing I'm working on at the end of this in June is a big kind of influencer blogger event so it's for people that want to learn um, how to um, how to write to a PR company, how to do a pitch, how to make a media kit and all those sorts of things. We're going to be putting yeah. on a whole day uh, talk with different speakers um, and invite people to come to come and learn, basically. So that is what I'm working on at the moment. That sounds really exciting. Really exciting. Good. Um, where are you holding that? So like heavy in Yorkshire. Hold, yeah, in Yorkshire. Yeah, I know. And once we've done it in Yorkshire, you're going to be like, "Can you come down there?" We, we, um, yeah, yeah we're starting in Yorkshire. We're going to, 
Yeah, we're doing one in York, um, mainly so everyone can get there on the train and it's quite central. So we've got quite a lot of following up in Newcastle and then people that obviously want to come up from London and near yeah. you. So we thought if we hold it there, it's got a really good train service so we can get there. So we've told, the plan is there. We're just finalising the details. We've contacted the hotel there and it should just be a really nice, inspiring event with other people that are all doing similar things but trying to learn and um get something from the day so that that is the kind of process of it so yeah in york that's the plan yeah because it's quite scary um yeah. i'm not very good at reaching out to people <laughs> no for people to come to me um and i'm trying to get braver but it's 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 not really talked about very much sort of how to do it no. and it, no, it's, it's not the minefield about. really yeah massively and I think that people don't talk about enough about how much influencers get paid yeah. and I think that's a really important topic that we will be covering because I just think that it's you know nobody knows what the actual answer is and I think right. if we all talk about it more then we can get an understanding of it and also brands can get an understanding of it Yes. And I think, um, you know, there's lots of people that will reach out and say, you know, can I send you something for free, which yeah. is lovely, but they also need to think of the fact that it takes time to photograph and create content. And if you're doing yes. it for free, it's, it, it's, it's quite tricky. It is. It is very tricky. Um, a lot of, friends that I know will only accept gifts and put them on their stories for instance yeah. and they won't put them on their grid because that it just takes so much time and I think brands need to appreciate that it's actually a job yeah and exactly. that these people are doing this to earn money to pay their mortgage and you know to live off so we have yeah. to earn some money for it we can't just do it all for fun and actually you have to pay tax on every gifted item too mm. so exactly it's not <laughs> You know, you might be lovely to be gifted something, but the influencer has to pay tax on it and yeah. then create content. So actually, it's got to be worthwhile. Exactly. And I find I've had a few people sort of a bit disappointed that I've said no to gifting gifted items. Yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. No, and you also you have to really make sure that you are fitting with your brand. And I think yeah. as I'm sort of working through this and not navigating through you, you brands will approach you and you'll think oh that sounds great but then you're like actually does that actually work with me and what I'm trying to say to everybody perhaps not um so you have to be really careful what you choose and what you say yes to and what you say no to you know and how yeah. you say it as well so I yeah. think it's conversations like that need to happen because the people just don't talk about it yeah yeah so that's great that you're organizing something yeah. those conversations so I'm really pleased yes Excellent. and you're um a photographer and videographer as well <laughs> well I, I put that on because I'm trying to get into video I'm actually doing a video course in a few weeks which I'm very excited about I um I've, I've always done photography mainly darkroom photography which is what I really love and one day I hope to have a darkroom um but that that's what I've always done and I, I do photo shoots for brands or children or all those sorts of things and I'm always doing that in the background when people ask me but I'm really getting into video and I think it's really um 
and not obviously Instagram and other platforms are pushing video a lot at the moment but I think it's a really lovely way to watch things and look at things and I'm really enjoying doing that so that's kind of what I'm trying to niche into a little bit more at the moment but yeah photography is kind of my main thing and I do love I just take photos wherever I go if it's on my phone on my camera I'm always taking photos I annoy my family so much but I love it and I think it's my that is that is my thing you know so I love it yeah photography is my thing and like you I'm very dyslexic too um but very creative I struggle to write I'm okay-ish at reading but I think I could be a lot better. <laughs> I love to read, but I find it hard. Um, but I'm sort of creative in different ways. So I did fashion and um, I did a lot of ceramics and things like that. So it's more sort of with my hands. Lovely. Um, my arty side rather than, um, you know, in other forms. But I totally, I totally get how, you know, creative you are um, and how the dyslexia sort of, yeah back in some ways from um yeah I think I think through video I found um it's so much easier to express myself yes yes I completely agree writing it is much harder for me to do yeah I I I don't I hardly write anything these days I speak to my computer and it types my emails I do voice notes to everybody. I, um, if I'm writing back to any sort of post or anything like that, I speak to my phone. I just, I find it, the writing process takes so long. And then when I read it back, I'm thinking that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so I also have learned, I think in my old age, that um, what I'm good at and what I'm not good at and actually to source out help. So I yes. think that has been a big game changer in all of my process of learning of where what I'm trying to do is actually saying you're not very good at that actually ask somebody can you help me do this uh, whether it's somebody that's just checking your work or whether it's you actually pay for somebody to help you so at the moment I've got a lady who I'm working with who's helping me do my blogs and so I will literally send her a voice note and I'll explain to her, oh, I've just been away. We've been staying yep. in this lovely hotel. These were the good points. These were the bad points. Or this is what I want to recommend. Or these are the links I want you to use, whatever it is. And I sent her a jumble and she somehow translates it. She's amazing. Um, into um, text. And then I go in, check it all. I put in all my photographs so that it all links up. But without her and without that help, I wouldn't be able to write a blog um so I really do rely on um, people Caroline, helping. I'm exactly the same I'm exactly Good. the same I have somebody that works for me and does does the words I give them yes. to her in a jumbled mess and then I check it make any changes give yes. her the photos I'm exactly the same and I can't do it without um, no. that help she's been working with me since day one that's amazing I see I didn't know that I thought you were like well, I know you're a superwoman okay. anyway, okay. but you are like, that's amazing. But I think oh. it's quite refreshing to know that people have help. Uh, you know, a lot of yeah. people say to me, oh my gosh, you, like, how are you doing? And I said, no, 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 I, I have a lady that helps me write my blog. I have another lady who helps me edit my uh, vlogs, you know, so she really, they, mm-hmm. I've got another lady, I've got another lady who I 
who helps with the website and I will message her and I'll say oh I've got a question about this I've a question about that and she's great and she'll answer back you know but I've had to source different people that work well with me and can understand my dyslexia um and I just think asking for help or finding the right person that fits you for help is a massive game changer um in any business yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and delegating definitely. out also definitely. delegating Yeah. And just I'm a big finding, yeah, and um, just working out, you know, this this could be done by somebody else. This isn't a, a job that I need to do, and just working out that, that delegating is one of my favorite things. I think as mums, it's really important to work out what your strengths are, what you're good at, and also where you can free up time to focus on being a mum and being a yeah. wife. Yes, <laughs> and, and doing those things and actually if you can outsource things is that a better use of your time um and you can focus on on other areas that that need you as well yes definitely I'm a massive fan of lists I write lots of to-do lists uh, I always sit down on a Monday and work out what I'm doing and for that week uh, or even on a Sunday night if I'm being super organized but I think for me what's helped is my little boy has gone to he's just started reception in September and that again has completely changed everything it means I'm free in the day and I have to obviously do pickups and drop-offs but that is such a game changer in terms of time so all the people that are listening now that have got little kids when that happens, it will just be so refreshing to know that you've got that extra tiny bit of time. I mean, it, the school day is so short, but um, it will it will really it really helps to have that time on your own as well. Yeah, it does. It makes such a difference. And now, you know, mine are older. They've got longer school days or the eldest is away. Yeah. Um, it, it again changes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Though I find that they're going to bed after me and I'm having to wake them up in the morning. So that's, oh, no. that's a bit of a shock. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just oh. adjusting to this one. It's taking a while to adjust. Yeah, to I bet. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> not looking forward to that. Uh. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly it happens, actually. Yeah, I know. Um, they're coming into my look- room saying goodnight to me and kissing me in bed like a little old lady oh my gosh. that's hilarious oh I'm not sure I'm looking forward to that oh gosh yeah yeah it's amazing how we have kind of these different seasons you know when they're tiny it's really really full-on then you've got sort of shorter, really short days when they're either at nursery and you've just got a few hours without them. And then they go to school and you have a few more hours and it just, it keeps changing. It's it's quite fascinating. Yes, massively so. And I think you have to kind of step out of it to realise it wasn't too that bad. You know, when you're in it, it's, it's really hard. Um, so for me, I feel like life has suddenly got a little bit lighter, a little bit easier with the fact that he's now at yeah. school and I have that time, it's so much better. Yeah, yeah. And then I think you can focus on the things that you want to do and then it makes you a sort of better mother in a way. I feel like yeah. I'm a better Absolutely. person when I've um, done the things that I need to do and then right now I'm 100% focused on you. Um, yes. Anything or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah absolutely. so Karen you've also so your Instagram 
is um your instagram is probably where i see you most of the time so yes. that's simply caroline yes yeah, simplycaron.co.uk. You can find my website link on there. And then I also do a vlog. So every week, a bit like you, I um, have a vlog for the week and it comes out every Tuesday. And I, I kind of got into a habit of doing it. And it's actually just a really nice thing to do. It's almost like a diary, but a visual diary of what I'm getting yes. up to. And I, I really yeah. enjoy showing Fun, people. It? Yeah. I just really enjoy doing it and I enjoy the process of recording and then putting it all together and actually making a video and um I've been doing it now for a year so it's been going for a year apart from at Christmas I had a little bit of a break I was I got that horrible bug that everyone got oh and I was so ill so I didn't do it then yeah but then um I've it comes out every Tuesday basically so it's a really nice if you want a nice refreshing thing to watch I'm a massive fan of podcasts and vlogs and I always have them on in the background when I'm working I think again because I don't want to feel lonely I've got some background noise um yeah. so it so I just find it fascinating so I've got my vlog um I'm obviously also on trying to think what else to do I'm on Facebook not really on there and um I try and do a bit of Pinterest and I'm on LinkedIn. I try and do a bit of everything. And I think that's the problem. I probably spend my spread myself too thinly over these platforms, but the main place to find me, yes, is Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And you create lots of great content on there. And I love seeing what you have done with your home. Let's chat about that. Oh. For a moment. <laughs> so you, you moved. How long ago was it? two years three years three years now and then we didn't do we sort of moved in the lockdown well before it but yeah and then we sort of stopped doing everything um so we bought a really ugly horrible house on the prettiest road in the village um and we we kind of I'm denied about moving out of the village but I really like where we are it's very pretty it's got some lovely little shops it's just a really nice place it's in the middle of Yorkshire so we can get everywhere and everything is very expensive it's almost London prices but in Yorkshire so we have searched and searched and anyway I would seen this house for you know over a year and I thought why is no one wanting this house normally the houses go in an instant here and so I went to go and have a look and I thought well I could see why you know the whole thing needs ripping out Anyway, we decided we would do it and my husband would do the work on it, which has been a very um, wow. interesting experience, seeing as he doesn't even know how to do any DIY or anything like that. So he basically has Googled everything, how to tile a bathroom, how to plumb a bathroom, how to build a kitchen, how to build a wall. He's built several walls, actually. He's built fireplaces. He's done everything. And he just does it at night after work. So it's a very slow, painful process because we live in a building site for months and months and months. At the moment, he's doing our ensuite, and it's like it looks like someone's been, you know, something's happened in there. It's just like he's so messy. His tools are everywhere. You know, for a proper Tyler, they'd probably be shocked at what is going on. But I think I have to be really grateful the fact that he <laughs> is doing all the work and it's it. saving us lots of money uh, by him doing yeah. it. And it means I get to go in and say, mm, this colour or that colour, and I can oversee exactly what's going on. 
and tell him what I want. So it's been a quite a nice process. We've done the we've done the bathrooms now. We've done the bedrooms. We've turned we've flipped one of the rooms. So one room is a bar, a kitchen, sorry, and we flipped it into a lounge and a study. And then we've moved our yeah. kitchen into a beamed room. So it's been quite a lot of work, actually. Stunning. That is yeah. stunning space. Yeah. So you've got the ensuite bathroom now, and then yeah. are there any projects after, or are you done? To be honest, I'd quite like to go back around and do the whole lot again, but I won't oh, say no. that to him. Okay, that. <laughs> um, no, I think we've got we've got a big kind of coat room with shoot. It's basically a dumping ground, and we need to get sort that out, and then. We'd probably go back around to the playroom, the kids' playroom. Now they don't want a playroom, they just want a TV. We're at that stage now where we don't need a play area or anything like that. So we're going to go back around to that. And then, yeah, I think then just tidying everything up. As I say, he's obviously not a painter, decorator, builder or anything like that. So everything's sort of half finished. So on Instagram, everyone's like, oh, wow. And I'm like, don't come over in real life. It doesn't look like that. Um, so... <laughs> I, bless him he, he's really tries and he's done an amazing job uh but it's a painful process <laughs> yeah yeah I can I can understand that I can mm. understand that but how amazing that he has taught himself so many yeah skills. yeah he has and I think that he's very talented um you know and I think that's partly comes into his job you know everything he does obviously when he's working is perfect so he brings it home and he wants to make the house as lovely as it can be you know and he really works hard he researches everything he does drawings of how it's all going to look to check with me first and I'm like yes that looks great we're on the same line here so a lot of the time we're not we're arguing about the paint colors in the bathroom at the moment he wants to just go really light and boring and I'm like no let's go like a green and a pink and he's like no um, so I'm working on him with that. I will get my way. Don't worry. Yeah, green and pink are very in at the moment. Just yes. Yes, they are. That's why I keep seeing them. And I'm like, yes, I need it. It's kind of like a really blush kind of rosy pink um, with this kind of apple green. It's really like, Ooh, and I really want to have them kind of flashing. But he's like, what? I'm like, trust me, we're going to go with it. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to work. But yeah, that is that's what we're on at the moment. Exciting. Really, really exciting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Caroline, it's been lovely, lovely chatting. Thank you for Thank coming you. on. Uh, Thank you for having me. I think we've covered all sorts of subjects from, you know, au pairs to photography to <laughs> building. Um, <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. So we're going to leave all the details in the show yes. notes. So Fantastic. You can and get in touch with Caroline if you've got any questions, if you're interested in her event. Remind me when yes. it is. May or June. It'll be June. June in York. And that's all I can reveal for now. So look out. Yes. Keep yeah. your eyes peeled. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank gorgeous. you very much. Uh, Lovely to speak to you. Bye-bye. Bye. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast, if you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that. And leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more 
episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.